Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chenli Zhuai, a thousand miles. This is Estella, and this is our fifty-fifth episode for the show. Chenli Zhuai was originally a quote from Mencius, describing an arrogant person who didn't want anyone to approach him, even from a thousand miles away. But our show is here to bring everyone from far away to learn Chinese with us. As always, we will start from the very beginning of ancient China all the way up to the modern era. I'll also introduce fun facts, interesting stories, and how native speakers use them in context. The idiom for today is 不由自主 which means that someone can't help but do something, or something is involuntary. Our story timeline is moving a bit forward from the longest reigning Chinese emperor Kangxi to his son Yongzheng, and then to his grandson Qianlong of the Qing Dynasty, 1644 to 1912 A.D. The Qing Dynasty owed its prosperity to Kangxi, which continued until the initial years of the Qianlong period. What followed was a steep downturn that eventually. Eventually, caused the whole empire to fall into chaos, just like all dynasties throughout history. It's an inevitable cycle where an history repeats itself. The world-famous novel. Hong Lou Meng, Dream of the Red Chamber, thoroughly depicts the familial and societal norms of the time and provides insight into the worldviews, aesthetics, and social interactions of a declining upper-class family in 19th-century China. Dream of the Red Chamber contains an extraordinarily large cast of characters. Nearly forty are considered major characters, and there are over four hundred minor characters. We will be focusing on a few of these main characters for today's story. The book's central figures are mostly from the Jia family, and the mansion where they reside provides the stage for most of the story. The adolescent son of the Jia family, Jia Baoyu, is one of the main characters of this novel and of today's lesson. Another character who plays a pivotal role is the matriarch of the family, Jia Baoyu's grandma, whom people call Jia Mu, grandmother Jia. Our final main character for today is Wang Xifeng, Baoyu's elder cousin by marriage, who goes by Sister Feng. Her role is to help in managing the affairs of the mansion. One day, both Jia Baoyu and Sister Fun feel ill. It was unlike a cold or a flu, and the cause was unknown. When they finally recovered, Grandmother Jia asked them what exactly had happened, and they described it as being possessed by malevolent spirits. Jia Baoyu said, "I saw visions and was called to do things against my will." Sister Fun agreed, saying, "I." I felt like I was being controlled by outside forces. My body was being manipulated by something with malicious intent, and I was powerless to stop it. So, idiom 不由自主 is used to indicate that someone can't control themselves. 不 is no or not. 由 means from. 自 means self, and 主 is an owner or a master. So altogether, you can see that it means something like not from one's own control. For example, you could say. 
我才来这个国家玩几天，就不由自主地喜欢上这个国家了。I've only been here for a few days, but already I can't help but love this country. You could also say, 大家都知道。工作的时候都会有一些事情是不由自主的。Everyone knows that there are always things at work that you have no control over. It's important to note that 不由自主 is situational and can be used either positively or negatively. Because another similar idiom that you may hear is 身不由己 The difference here is that 身不由己 is most often used in a negative context. For example, 中国古代的女生可以跟谁结婚是身不由己的。Women in ancient China didn't have any say when it came to who they would marry. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the story and gained insight into how 不由自主 can be used in Chinese. The content was from legit references and scripted by Mandarin X. 中文课 follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more Chinese learning. See you next time.